Hi, and welcome to the Mountain Collective Podcast. Yeah, so I'm Menno Fokma. I'm um, a director and uh, a digital artist from the Netherlands, living in uh, in Amsterdam and Rotterdam, um, and working, um, yeah, on um, on commercials, music videos, and uh, short digital content as uh, as well. Yeah, I uh, I had a podcast with uh, before with Seisucht and. Um... Yeah, I mean, I, I've seen your face many, many times before. Uh, this was back back in uh, when I was an intern at uh, Woodwork. Yeah. However, I didn't have the courage to to come up and and, and talk to you. But uh, but thank you so much, man, for 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 coming here and and putting the effort to join the the collective because um, uh, your your work is really inspiring and uh, and also you know how people talk about you and how how you work you know. It, it shows by itself like how much effort you've you've been through the journey to become who you are today so thank you again yeah i'm uh, i'm i'm flattered to uh, to hear um i think it's a bit bit too much of a big words but uh <laughs> it's um yeah it's it's good it's good that we uh, we meet now and that we can uh, we can talk about the industry and my work and um yeah i'm um, i'm also happy that you are doing this podcast and uh, I think it's nice to, uh, yeah, that, that there is more of um, um, something to, to to talk about in the industry and people can, uh, yeah, hear what's going on. So, yeah, definitely. Uh, yes. Yeah, so so talking about, you know, the journey of, of becoming um, a digital artist or, uh, or a director, as you call yourself. Um, well, at the end of the day, these are basically terms and, and it doesn't really have to do any, any much of what, who you are and what your identity is. So to, you know, come into the identity, like why are you doing what you are doing today? And basically the question that, you know, every young kid like gets, um, what do you want to be when you grow up? And and in your case, yeah. So how was that journey? Yeah, I think in a way it's a it's an organic journey. Um, it wasn't straight away from when I was young that I I didn't want to become a director. Um, I think it it started um, when I was skateboarding. Uh, when I was young, I, I was going into um, creating of, of films, or at least I thought like yeah, I want to do uh, to do films and uh, like stuff that Spike Jones did and for mm. girl videos and with the uh, exploding walls and uh, and, and obstacles uh, skaters were uh, skating on. And I thought like yeah, there's an interesting perspective and and also the designs around um uh, around skate um skateboarding uh, when it came to the to the magazines the decks and all of it that was like the first um invitation i think to to run into something creative um and for more um into film but then i started art academy and i was like yeah i wanted to do something technical as well because i think that's better for the for the future maybe there's a bit more uh, mm -hmm. money to gain and all of it i mean coming from like a, a family that uh, yeah uh, is not per se an, an art family um so there was also something pragmatic in my in my choice um and then i saw this director's um uh, director's dvds uh, this series with with spike jones chris cunningham jonathan glazer 
all of those. I think that was already at the first year of the of the art academy. And I think that was the moment that I thought like, yeah, this music videos and all of it, that's that's really cool. Um and and that was I think the dream started there to to direct. But also I was kind of shy and I didn't want to um be on set and to work with a lot of people, be social mm. in that way. So therefore I better uh find myself uh hitting the, the keyboard of a computer and uh puppeteer stuff in the in the machine to uh, to have it under control. And I think that took some some time uh, during the art academy and afterwards I started working at uh, at one size, a Dutch mm. uh, motion design uh, company. Um, so I think then I was focusing more on on motion design and, and graphic design um, and yeah first being being executable for doing execution of, of projects. But throughout the the dream of the the wish to to do live action and to direct things, was still there and, and was growing. Um, so then I, uh, yeah, I, I started uh, buying camera and, and, and different lenses and I started experimenting, doing some uh, some own initiatives. And yeah, throughout, I think then I, I get into music videos and um, and later on into commercials and, and still with a background of, uh, yeah, CGI and, and motion design. Which is nowadays, I think I'm I'm combining, um, yeah, everything into uh, into one uh, into yeah, yeah single yeah. pieces or commercials. Yeah, I think uh, as a as a quick a quick uh, run through. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, you bring me back to memories because I I, I knew some people obviously from um, hanging out at at woodwork um, with the plus one and and a one size, um, and I think. That's, I think, how I knew you. I think also at the time, uh, the term motion graphic design was kind of very new and, and people mm -hmm. didn't know what it really is. Is it like very 2D, fancy. 2D? It like... <laughs> it, yeah. And all the Hyper Island, you know, um, students coming from, from that space, which was really cool time, actually. So, so transitioning from all of these disciplines, what does that really mean to you for today's um, today's work? Uh, you mean to to been in those kind of different uh, areas? Yes. Um, no, nah, I think I think back then um, it was it was more separated, or at least yeah, at some point everything became became possible. Um, yeah, to three D, two D, um, cell animation. Um, I think uh, it was more it was more separated. Now people, yeah, tend to to be more um, all round. Um, mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, I'm I'm not sure in a, in a way how that's that's being yeah changed so so big. I mean, it, it's more that people nowadays can easily. Um, do more stuff. I think it's it's easier to to do 3D animation. Uh, the the curve of the learning curve is less is less steep. Um, oh, yeah. So first it was more something. Yeah, you really had to have the right computer and to to dive deep into it to uh, to do tutorials and all of it to to get something out of it. But I think uh, nowadays it's it's easier and it's also a different group of people is doing it. It's less it's less niche. Mm -hmm. in a way um so i think that that that's changed which also sets the the benchmark is is um the quality nowadays is higher as well and people are not impressed that easy 
back right. in the days, like the, just when looking, for example, at Jurassic Park um, uh, with a heavy visual effects job. There, first, you were like very impressed by by all the the dinosaurs, all the CG work in there. Mm. And now, I think when you look back at it, it's not that great anymore. Uh, so you easily get um, comfortable with the, the the quality with the, the yeah the quality that is out there. And I think that is now definitely with with AI, and it's it's so much harder to create something outstanding. Uh, exactly. Before it was just on the more on the technical side. If you could do like a, a cool render or something, then it was already impressive. And now it's yeah. not anymore. Grayscale gorilla, right? Like shiny, shiny circles. Exactly. Shiny yeah, it's easy. You have a studio. You throw something in a studio set, and you get a yeah a nice image out there. And and yeah, it just doesn't um, evoke much anymore to people. Yeah. I think. Yeah. So let's let's dive into that. I think I think this is an important message to send to basically the upcoming artists and upcoming 3d artists that call themselves 3d artists um in terms of quality uh of 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 work in general uh, in your mm -hmm. case what really drives you and motivates you to create what you are creating today in terms of what are the the disciplines that you you know take inspiration from um to you know enhance your quality not only in the render of course or, or the image itself but also the, the concept uh, fundamentals yeah i think it's 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 always the easy thing to say like inspiration is around me and it's everywhere and <laughs> but I, I i think like um i don't see myself per se as being a person in the uh, in a cgi world um mm -hmm. with all the sort of the trends and the things that are there that are happening there i see myself more as uh, somebody that is interested in in different um types of, of art um ways of expression like like music fashion architecture um film those kind of things which yeah which um i try to combine in in my work and um therefore it's not about yeah the newest render techniques or new animation uh, techniques i think it's more mm -hmm. about yeah the kind of story that you that you can tell with it in that way and more as a uh, a filmmaker and um yeah i i think uh what i'm saying like i can get inspiration from from architecture and uh, sometimes feel like okay this uh, this certain architecture uh, for example i was recently in the in the fitra museum and there was a building of tado ando and there was a this uh, conference uh, hall you had to to walk there on like a very small path um before going into the in the conference and it was not able to walk side by side for example um because the the architect wanted to have the, <laughs> the the feeling of the people should be on their own together with nature before going into work and i think the whole uh this whole building was built with with nature in in mind um mm -hmm. so it was like concrete very very static but still like if you looked outside of the window you saw like trees and um it, it was like the integration was very uh, well done and in mm -hmm. that way, I think that that sort of uh, it's not just an, a nice aesthetic. I think the thought behind it is is really um, well thought through. And I think that is sometimes like missing and just creating, uh, developing cool images um, using this this um, 
these references because I think those style of under buildings, for example, you can see them on Pinterest and are used in a lot of yeah car commercials and but it's not per se because of this um, Japanese way of of how nature and and man are are blending, um, and that is I think uh, becomes interesting once you. Um, you, you you step off behind the computer in the normal sources and you go um, deeper into okay who is this architecture architect and what is he doing why is he creating the things that he um, is creating yes. not just for for the visual side of things and I think those are the sort of the keys to yeah also for your own process to uh, yeah to go deeper into um, to have a motivation to to do things. Have you been to Japan? No, <laughs> no, not not yet. And it, uh, yeah, my girlfriend, she um, she's been there, and um, yeah, we still need to go together because I think it's really um, yeah, I really want to to see it. And also, like, I'm a, I'm a big Murakami fan mm-hmm. um, as well. And I think all the yeah, the places he's describing uh, are nice, uh, but also the. Uh, the yeah the philosophy that uh, mm. a lot of the culture has definitely to, to art yeah 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 the um the 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 beauty lies in the imperfection right yeah exactly yeah, yeah. I, lo- I love that i mean you know also maybe talking a little bit more about that about aesthetics and, and function uh, what's the balance for you uh, in that like when you see an aesthetically beautiful building or or something that you get inspired by how, how do you how do you see through that into the function mm-hmm. yeah i mean that's uh, it's it's always a, a, hard, a hard part when at least when it comes to to commercials sometimes it's also creating um certain using certain aesthetics to uh, create this kind of world mm-hmm. um but as said i'm 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 um, now I don't have to. Now I have to give good examples as well. <laughs> to to um, uh, let's uh, let's see. Let's think about things I've uh, I've done. Um, uh, 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 uh. Oh, I'm getting <laughs> I'm, I'm 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 getting stuck here to uh, think about yeah. my. Uh, but maybe maybe if, if we think about you know music or or you know a different a different um a different practice as in where you get inspired by uh i mean i i listen to music when i'm when i'm working i i definitely you know i definitely get actually i choose you know the songs that i want to you know work with sometimes so if i go for a run obviously i'm not gonna listen to uh something jazzy and the opposite uh, as well like if i'm if I'm working, I'm obviously gonna listen to some jazz to improvise. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's that's true. Um, no, I think it, sometimes it's more. Um, I'm working more with with tactility and materialism. If you mm-hmm. yeah using certain a concrete uh, scene, for example, sometimes you want to make somebody feel feel big or small or um, then uh, architectural shapes can can emphasize this uh, this kind of uh, of feeling um, mm-hmm. but also like yeah when when working with um, sometimes with fabrics or um, with certain um, 
yeah certain shapes materials then it's also to to use metaphors for for human emotions as well mm -hmm. um, so provoking emotions is basically how how you touch upon the 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 functional side of things yeah i think that's always something underlaying like mm -hmm. it's it's not always literal i mean in that way uh, back to, to to japan i think it's sometimes more uh, subconscious and um yeah subtle rather than um too too literal and under the nose yeah so i think it also has to do a lot with um yeah with with um uh how's kind of uh, subconscious or um with um intuition i think that's uh that's often uh yeah exactly. i think that that matters as well you know g g uh, g monk yeah 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 definitely yeah yeah well it's already I, there for for some time in the in the business yes <laughs> big well, inspiration uh, i had a i had a chance to to have on a podcast uh, last year i think uh which i was you know i was really happy to but i was basically stuck i couldn't ask him questions because usually uh you know starstruck yeah <laughs> well like i see him basically on a video i just play pause you know like it's it's I, I could do that but now he was basically interacting with me i was like all right like i okay now i have to ask a question right but um but you remind me of his way of, of working as well he's always on that level of what's going on underneath the surface and how how deep can we go for for those you know provoking those emotional um elements um i think this is a great message like for for anyone who's you know, uh, trying to get into this uh, form of art, uh, either filmmaking or Im imagery in general. Uh, I think these are these are really insightful, you know, points that that you that you point out to uh, definitely for um, to 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 work on that. I think this is like a, a, a space that like it's it's almost like a research that never ends. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, I think, and it, it's sometimes also hard to to catch i mean if if things are subtle if you're creating certain metaphors it's not per se um this dutch way of of design is like it's very conceptual mm -hmm. and very clear um but i think when it's it's going to something more poetic or uh yeah the subtle then it's it's also harder to um to to really say like okay this is the concept and this i mean if you talk about what i said like about fabrics or, or or shapes or you can create like um uh, uh, side by side of in uh, my, my english is lacking today <laughs> you um you can create parallels through through things like, like certain human emotions and and finding that back into into nature or something that is um yeah it's not always explainable in a way but it's it's for some people it uh it clicks or it uh it resonates yeah yeah also practice like how, so because i know that like, you've been in this industry for a long time right like what is it, like more than a decade no mm -hmm. yeah yeah because that counts like the because you have like sort of you know eyes for for that that you develop just by practicing and doing so what yeah i always i always like this to ask this question what what really keeps you doing what you are doing today because it's basically you are still here you know <laughs> like you are still doing the same things you know so what yeah. what, what really yeah, i don't know what else to do I mean, I'm searching, <laughs> i want to retire but uh no it's um i think in a, in a way it's it, i mean the, the the biggest curve i think i had when i was uh at the end of my 20s um 
then you're still i was super hungry and and um wanted to learn a lot do do a lot invest a lot like uh, i was i was uh, paying for my own music videos and uh we're, we're walking around with um with props and uh gathered everything myself for uh for shoots but i mean through the time through time i think it, it becoming you become a, more, a bit more uh, chilled out. I've, I've done some some cool projects, and I won't say that I'm already um, created my best work. But I think at some mm -hmm. points it's it's becoming um, less surprising. Um, but I also feel that still there's there's still a lot to to learn and to um, steps to uh, to make um, and and to uh, to to perfection the the craft to, because um every project is always at the end like okay next time i should should do this better i should do have done that better why i didn't record like extra shots or that that's always i mean i think that's yeah every creator i think has that i mean that's at least what what yeah what is a drive mm -hmm. um and then still i mean now i do uh, a lot of short content commercial content um in the past i worked more on on short films and music videos and uh, i think they were also more edgy when it came to to concepts and, and thoughts behind it um because i feel sometimes with commercials it's it's more of the the edges when it comes to um the story are a bit more uh, off it's a bit more polished which is not per se a bad thing um but I do feel that, uh, yeah, I also want in the future to to create something edgy or really uh, outspoken. Um, and yeah, more um, maybe a bit more about um, being critical about society or the the future. Mm. I mean, I had like a, a plan for um, for a nature film uh, where we could just like experience nature in the in virtual reality. Um, nice. Yeah, those kind of Black Mirror-ish concepts are, are the kind of things that, yeah, I do more of commercial work. And I think those are still um, are still on the on the shelf, or at least I'm still um, having ambition to uh, to do to do this, to do to execute them in the in the in the future. Yeah, well, Black Mirror, I think I've seen one episode. I'm like, all right, I think because I'm in the, you know, the technology innovation industry and I'm like, all right, okay, should I watch this more or should I just, you know, <laughs> I'm not so sure. I've, I've seen one episode like, dude, this is scary. Like it was, have you seen it all? Yeah, I've seen, I've seen a lot. Um, yeah, I think quality uh, is, is for, very, 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 mm -hmm. um, but it's, um overall yeah there's interesting concepts and i think it's good for people to be confronted that way because mm -hmm. a lot of things are already happening and i think oh. now yeah of course everybody is talking about ai um this is really uh, we're really going into a new era and mm -hmm. uh yeah as being emotion graphics this is going to have a, a big impact and um in that way i think being a creative being um, directing things or have your own creative vision, I think becomes more and more important uh, throughout yeah. this time because AI can create cool stuff, but it needs to have somebody to to drive, direct it. Mm -hmm. And I think that is, um, yeah. And then still also like, also your, your base of references 
uh, needs to be big. I mean, with for Pinterest, for example, everything is visual and you can just look at an image and think like, okay, there's a great image. Um, yeah, I'm going to use it. But if you want to feed like like AI, you have to say like, okay, this is uh, the work of, uh, of Michel Gondry. It needs to be in a crafty yeah. kind of style. Then AI is understanding it, but it's it's from the base, from words that you need to know what you're feeding it. Exactly. Yeah, and for that you obviously need like a tons of research, and and definitely knowing the craft and the skills. Like I've, this conversation about AI always, you know, triggers triggers a lot of emotions inside of me because it's <laughs> it's it's. Um, I read a book a few years ago, uh, Ray Kurzweil, uh, the singularity is near where he explained this you know exponential uh curve where technology meets human and human meets technology maybe i don't know which one meets the other one but they will meet at some point at, you know somewhere and um where humans become hybrid and these are like i think this concept comes as well quite often in the in this uh cyber cyber uh, science uh, movies or science fiction movies mm -hmm. Yeah. What What are your thoughts? Like, you, as a filmmaker, as a director, uh, obviously you have uh, you have thought about this um, ten years from now. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I think our yeah our jobs are really really different. Um, uh, AI and technology is even more integrated in our in our lives. Um, it's really hard to foresee like how fast everything is going mm. right now how much is possible within a year i think like um creating commercials with with ai will also be something that is that is doable and not because it's it's creating like weird fingers or um imperfections i think because it's doing them great job for uh, and and at some point also like now i i, I went to indiana jones last week and then mm -hmm. I saw like uh, Harrison Ford like being 30 years younger and then uh, that that played for like 25 minutes those scenes that was part of the movie mm. and I felt like yeah next movie he's he's dead already and then he just still plays as a digital character and I think that is like with a certain um, I mean people always like uh, yeah emotional melancholic um those actors for example those hollywood stars i think they will remain uh, from now on like like leonardo dicaprio and brad pitt they will still be on the screens um mm -hmm. and and continue being there in the future so i think that will be something like yeah you're you're working with digital characters um i think we we yeah as i think the the the, the biggest challenge now when without um with not a letting ai taking over all of our jobs is that that products and the things that that we're creating commercials about um that those can be still be done by ai therefore there's there's specific um creation necessary um but if that's also going to be tackled i think yeah i'm wondering then how much of uh jobs we still have apart from from directing i mean what i said i, I can still I, I still need to direct ai but mm -hmm. the teams and the executional jobs are becoming way more less um and i hope that also this this capitalistic system that we have i'm wondering how much that is still 
staying there because mm -hmm. if people don't have work anymore um, because their jobs are taking over what are they going to do then what else? <laughs> yeah well i mean so, yeah. i think i think it's um like if you really ask for my honest answer i think a few jobs we actually don't really need to be honest i think if we as humans focus on uh, storytelling and uh, focus on you know the human connection i think i think it you sh it's fine that ai takes the execution part yeah you f you think there's <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, yeah we we definitely need to reshape our way of working and and the yeah, jobs Mm. yeah definitely yeah most definitely i think well uh here in amsterdam you have um you know supermarket i'm just gonna give like a really plain on a surface mm -hmm. example so everyone yeah. understands so in the supermarket you have um two sides like one side where you have the person that you know uh, beeps the, the 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 products or the items to to buy and on the the other side you can self help and you can mm. basically do it yourself and um yeah and I notice, like every time I'm there, I'm like, hmm, this is AI and this is, you know, just a normal job. Yeah. And most of the people basically try uh, go for the the, um, the self-help because it's faster. They don't have to interact with a person if they are in a good mood or the opposite. And yeah. um, and it goes obviously faster and they just, they just do that. So in my in my mind i'm in the beginning i was i was thinking all right so th that person is definitely going to lose the job because everyone is going to the, to the to the other side but uh but when i thought about it actually it's better for that person to you know maybe choose another thing to do you know instead of wasting the time being just beeping you know these products just being plain and honest true um, true true i think yeah true but after a while it becomes like what will be the jobs then i mean we, we've thought mm -hmm. of so many jobs nowadays that people can do also in big companies there's so so much overhead and and people um yeah the so-called shit jobs where we, we which don't really exist or have a function but they are there and they they're making money they are part of the of the capitalistic system mm -hmm. but then um if those jobs are all being cut i think we're still lacking then uh, um um meaning to uh, for a lot of people and i think mm -hmm. those i don't want to be too doom or too 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 dark in that way but i think for a lot of people it will be difficult not to have that daily way of yeah. working because they really need to reinvent themselves and yeah if we Maybe it's about time, huh? if we reinvent ourselves to make a better world mm -hmm. <laughs> that would be a good thing or at least it's necessary because this way it's yeah it's uh, we're yeah. not we're not making it for a, a very long time <clears throat> definitely yeah well um i uh i hope obviously for for a bright future uh we still have five minutes uh, to go uh, i always ask uh, uh, a takeaway for the audience um in terms of you know inspiration books something that you have in mind that you can basically give as a gift for the, to the audience <laughs> Yeah, I think, yeah, in general, I think what I said before was, um, yeah, leave, leave computers and um, be yes. um, um, curious about the world around you and then definitely more focused and in, in yeah, I said, like architecture and design and, and fashion and take it broader than your own um, 
area you're you're working in um i think that yeah in general to uh, to start with um then when it comes to um, um let's say let's see um yeah i think i, I was already talking about this uh, this um director dvds um which mm-hmm. is something is more old but i think in a in a way to have um to to, to watch films that have some behind the scenes which are most often not on the uh, on the internet i think that's 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 always more exciting when you can read about something or or can can have a making of because then it's it's becoming um yeah it's becoming interesting way more than just the final outcome and that's yep. also good for you to yeah for study material interesting i like that i love that <laughs> one actually yeah i don't think i've heard that on the entire episode at the entire of the podcast that anyone have said that so you you have the yes. first place <laughs> great well that's uh, that's cool last but not least i really want to thank you and uh, for your time and effort um to come on on the collective and, and being a part of it yeah thanks it was uh was fun and uh, thank you as well 